The Notebook Podcast is meant for entertainment only. We're not licensed professionals, and this podcast is not intended to give professional help. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! and welcome back to the Notebook Podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Nana. And today we have a very, very, very special episode for you guys. And we have some very special guests on the show with us today. So this is actually a takeover episode that is, I think you guys probably founded this, right? I've never heard of this before. It's a completely new idea to me. Um, So yeah, this is a takeover episode with AJ and Ben from AJ Presents the Greater Good. Hello, guys. Hello, guys. Yes, and AJ presents The Greater Good, found on iTunes, Speaker, Google Play, Spotify, and now iHeartRadio. Greater spell G-R, number 8-R. AJ presents The Greater Good. I am your visionary co-host who came up with this unique takeover idea. Uh, You guys are probably here because you're some of my listeners that are here to hear part two of this amazing draft we came up with. And if you're part of my listeners, you also are aware there's a certain thorn that is implanted in my anus. And it is now international as we are, uh, we're in Canadian on-demand audio turf. Benjamin, get everybody up to speed on exactly who you are and what the fuck you do. General Ben here, and I'm here to argue with AJ about all things because AJ thinks he's right about things and he's very wrong. But contractually, how do you feel about my opinion? Contractually, because you know, there's legal paperwork in place. Yeah, but unfortunately, I signed in blood that AJ is ultimately correct. I love it. I love it. So ladies, we're doing uh, part two of our puberty, uh, awkward, angsty teenage years drafts. And for those who don't know, I'll get you guys caught up to speed. We have all drafted eight positions or eight categories. Hairstyle, dated teenage clothing trend, song slash group, cool celebrity, celebrity crush, delusional life plan, underage beverage of choice, and cool trend we did not get to take part in. Thus far, Amy has drafted for her uh, her dated clothing trend, fingerless emo gloves, for her <laughs> her trendy song slash group she was into, My Chemical Romance. Her celebrity crush was the One Tree Hill guy. I'll be honest, I don't know who this guy is. And her underage beverage of choice was Cold Shots. Shots, 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 shots. It's read by the poet Little John. Uh, Nana thus far has drafted her hairstyle as long hair, don't care, with a little bit in the a little bit in front of the face to be mysterious. She was into BDSM <laughs> studded belts for her dated clothing. Whoa! Her celebrity crush, she couldn't get enough of Channing Tatum, and there's some doctrine in place in front of the Lord and the local government. We won't get into it about that. And when and whenever she could get her hands on some of Grandpa's old cough medicine in the younger days, she didn't mind a little little nip of the Mike's Hard Lemonade or some of the Malibu rum, you know, when she was ready to get a little little wild and crazy. Benjamin, yes, my treacherous co-host who specializes in skullduggery and whatnot, his hairstyle he drafted was the shaggy white guy Napoleon Dynamite hair. He was rocking the skater shoes. He stole my first wife, Reese Witherspoon, as his celebrity crush. And his underage beverage of choice was Southpaw. And finally, for me, four rounds deep, my hairstyle was cornrows a la Ja Rule. My my clothing move of choice was the Abercrombie & Fitch poser skater slash snowboarder slash guy from the valley. (laughs) I was very into my song group being corn. Yes, things got a little grungy. 
And finally, my celebrity choice, ironically, is a woman from your home and native land, Pamela Anderson. Oh, Canada. Ah, yeah. So, ladies, let's do round five. And once again, if you didn't pick it up from the recap we just read off, the, the draft order is this. Amy goes first. Nana goes second. Ben goes third. And I round things out in the end. So, ladies, this is your show. Take it from here. Can you tell everyone again why we're going first? Just so our listener knows that we didn't force you to say that. Absolutely. Um, One of the things that I will never get pushback about, as I have learned this through self-awareness throughout the years, women are ultimately smarter than men. It's just the God's honest truth. I can tell you about young me. And the first thing I'll tell you about young me is I'm an idiot. (laughs) And old me too. There are things that I did that I just can't even calculate why I did them or how they took place. I was a damn fool and still am. Women are smarter than men. Deal with it. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) You heard it from him, not us. All right. So let's get things started. Um, I'm going to pick up. Let's let's finish up hairstyle. So in my teenage days, I was uh, an emo. So the hairstyle um, I used to have was the straight hair with the mysterious face covering. Uh Uh-oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) This is the draft, ladies and gentlemen. Nana already took that. Hold up, hold up. Purple extensions or the skunk tailed extensions. So it would be black and white. And you put them in your, you clip them on in your hair and you'd have like basically rainbow hair. Okay. I was going, I was going to throw a flag on the play because you were dangerously close to describing the hairstyle that Nana had already selected. Luckily, there was enough differentiation with your rat tail you discussed (laughs) that you, in fact, did have a different hairstyle. So the emo straight hair with a little rainbow twist. With a twist, Mm -hmm. they said. Fair enough. And it was not like fancy extensions. There were extensions you get from like Claire's that's like three for five dollars and plasticky. It was made from like string basically like colorful string putting in in your hair you hear that ben claire's am i right how disgusting is that claire's (laughs) god (laughs) i can't believe it was claire's ugh claire's all right let's let's get this parte started next up nana what is your pick of round five i wish i brought this up earlier because you guys were talking about skater shoes and all that um i thought I'm going to go with cool celebrity, obviously. So I thought Avril Lavigne was the shit. She was the coolest girl ever, obviously Canadian. Um, And I just fucking worshipped her. So I went out and got skater shoes from Walmart because I was poor and I couldn't afford $50 shoes. So I got a pair of $20 skater shoes that hurt my feet and were too big for me. <laughs> um, and, I got, and I got a pair of, uh, I got skateboard that had like a, some some weird cartoon fox on the back of it. No idea what it was. Um, and I didn't know how to skate. So I just kind of rolled down my driveway and back up. Rolled down my driveway and back up. So that is three poser skaters on, yep. on this episode. And I was the weirdo for wearing faux surfing stuff. I think we're on the same level here, guys. No one needs to be judging anybody. I had no idea that Avril Lavigne was Canadian. She is? Really? I did not, I did not either. I was not aware of uh-huh. From Napanee, small town in Canada, and she was 16 when she was found, I think. Yeah, she's from Mississauga, if I remember correct. That's where we're from! No, I just made that up. That's just a town I see at oh, work, yeah. so I just said one. I don't know. 
I actually don't know where it's from. Napanee. Absolutely. Benjamin, you're num- you're the number three pick of round five. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with someone that I thought was cool. A celebrity I thought was cool. I went with an actor. Super bad himself. Jonah Hill. <laughs> oh my God. I just thought he was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Everything he did was just hysterical. Is he from Canada? He's fat, so I don't think he can be from Canada. <laughs> Well, sometimes he is. He's not fat anymore. Yeah, he takes breaks from being fat, seemingly. <laughs> Which is good. If, you're gonna take a break, if you have your choice of taking breaks from things, obesity should definitely be on the list. If it really is just voluntary like that. Like, you know what? Not so much. Not for me anymore. Good for him. I also love Jonah Hill, but do you know what his favorite movie of mine? What's that? I'm what? thinking. <laughs> Moneyball. Channing Tatum. Oh, Ladywood. Of course. <laughs> Cause why? Cause why wouldn't it be? Yeah, I've seen that movie like three times, and I don't know what the plot is about. I just watched Channing Tatum. It is so disgusting the way women objectify men as just sexual objects, Ugh. lying, <laughs> lying, and saying whatever they have to do to get what they want, and then just can't return a phone call. Fucking <laughs> disgusting. I know we're horrible. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're right. Apparently, Nala does such unspeakable things with Channing Tatum that it's in her wedding vows. So, do you know how many men are dejected from the idea of commitment because of being used sexually by women oh, constantly? Yeah. Oh, I'm so constantly. Sorry. Men crying themselves to sleep at night out of fear of dying alone and not and not having oh, a family. God, you know? so sorry, it's probably because we're so much smarter. Yeah, probably. <laughs> But you know what? You guys have me kind of in a mood as far as like cool celebrity. I want to name off my cool celebrity to finish off round five. And there were two I was really torn on. I'm going to settle on the douchier pick of the two. I'm going to go Carson Daly. What the fuck? He got to host TRL and hang out with all these cool celebrities. And then he started dating Jennifer Love Hewitt out of left field. I remember being like 16. I was like, this dude has got it all figured out. Carson fucking Daly? Like, this guy is really... And then the thing is, like, he's such a douche. Like, but he makes so much money. And he dates this hot woman from this show that I would kill you for. Like, he's really got it figured the fuck out. Interesting. I Google him and his wife's name is Siri. Yeah, like, this man was dating Jennifer Love Hewitt in the early 2000s and hosted the most popular show in all of music. I'm so confused. So you're telling me you wouldn't have traded lives with him in 2002? In 2002, I was I was 13. Would you not have wanted to date Jennifer Love Hewitt when you were 13? I want to date Jennifer Love Hewitt now. <laughs> but yeah, why are you so crazy? <laughs> but like, I just, I'm sorry. Can I just ask who your other one was? The other one, Fred Durst. What the fuck? <laughs> because right behind Corn on my trendy music was Limp Bizkit. Like right behind Corn. I'm so confused. You're just- I make no apologies. Limp Biscuit also in the gym rotation. Fred Durst from North Carolina. So I found that out, and that caused me to like double down. I've known you for the greater part of 30 years, and I am so confused. The first CD I ever bought in my entire like the album, Limp Biscuit Significant Other. First record I ever bought. Ever. Period. Like, that was the one that I, I had to get in the car and go to the store to get. Because Carson Daly told me it was going to be a huge deal, and I had to have it. 
Was it a huge deal? I still listen to that album to this day. Like, still. <laughs> he did it all for the Nookie. Come on. Like, believe me. <laughs> he did it all for the Nookie. All right. Round six, ladies. Amy. We, we, we're really learning a lot about each other. I thought I had a grasp on who you guys were and what you were about. I'm learning about Ladywood. I'm learning about emo trends. I'm learning about apparent Carson Daly hate, which is strange. Okay. You like a nice enough guy. Amy, what do you got for round five? All right. I think I'm going to open up um, delusional life plan because we haven't touched on Ooh, that This will be fun. This will be fun. So, okay. Amy, where did you think your life was going at 15 years old? All right, you made a joke about me wanting to uh, be with whales in the ocean. Not far from that, I wanted to be a farmer. I wanted to live on a farm and have pigs and goats. Actually, it's probably still my life plan. Um, and llamas and emus and chickens. Did you say emu? What is that sea creature that you like with a nose? The- Oh, that's an elephant seal. No, that's, uh, I don't want to have that on the farm. No, they're violet. I can't have it. So was this like a farm, like from the business idea of a farm or like a self-sustaining, I want to get away from society and just live life on my own terms farm? Which one is it? Like a, like I want a petting zoo for myself every day. That's neither of the two that I think. That's neither, (laughs) that's neither scenario. (laughs) Like you didn't answer the question at all. Did you say you wanted an emu? Yes. They're like modern day dinosaurs. They're so yeah, they're cool. Fucking terrifying. Yeah, they're a little scary. But they have these little wings. The wings that they have, they're like the size of your forearm. They're massive. And then they have one claw hook. And that's Yeah, it. like velociraptors. Yeah, like a dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we see how well that's played out over five movies. Yeah, I'm just thinking about Jurassic Park when they're like talking to each other in like Morse code with that front claw. Yeah. All right, so Amy wanted to work for Engine and apparently genetically engineered dinosaurs as a as a preteen. Nana, Farmer Amy, tell me all about your teenage life in round five. I'll continue with a delusional life plan. My mom had a delusional life plan for me in that she wanted me to be a celebrity. I think she had this dream. She had a dream for herself that she couldn't accomplish when she was younger. So she passed that dream on to me. But that was not my dream. Okay. I wanted a simple life. I wanted to be married at 24. I wanted to be a mom by 25. I wanted to be a millionaire by the time I was 30 and have three kids with two dogs, two cats. But to be a millionaire, I wanted to be a detective, which obviously... Whoa, 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 whoa. a sharp turn in the middle of that. Stop, stop. You leaned in with family, marriage, structure, simple life. But you know what? I'm not, we don't have too much going on. I'll be a detective. (laughs) What? Private eye. Yep. (laughs) I wanted to be a detective. I thought, I, I loved watching crime shows ever since I can remember. And I was like, you know what? I can do this shit. I can find fingerprints and find the bad guy and shit. But also I'm going to have three kids and be a millionaire. I've never been taken through so many turns in such a short period of time with something. (laughs) It's like family, get married young, have kids young, simple life, millionaire detective. It's about that double Asian life, okay? And uh, that's what I had fun. Much celebrity. Remember, this started, never mind. This started with celebrity, mind you. 
I'm, I, I was stuck originally at Y24. Yeah. That was super specific. It was like, you know what? 23, no marriage. 25, pass my time. 20 fucking four, though. Because <laughs> I was doing the math in my head. I'm like, okay, I'll graduate university around like 22, 23, and I wanted to have some time for myself. Two years? <laughs> That's having some time for yourself. Yeah. And I thought that that was going to be enough. And I needed two years to get to know the person and then get married because obviously I'm going to find the love of my life as soon as I graduate from university. That's just common sense. Okay. (laughs) And then I'll get married. In Nana's defense, this was under the context of delusional teenage life plans. So millionaire detective, stay-at-home mom, all three. I'm sorry, slash celebrity. Slash celebrity, so that my mom can be happy. Celebrity. <laughs> Listeners on our show know that Amy and I have tremendous mommy issues, so I'm just gonna let you guys know that's why the mom thing came up. I just picture Nana making sandwiches very early in the morning, sending the kids off to school <laughs> with a kiss on the cheek. Husband gets a cup of coffee in his business suit. She gives him a hug on the way out. Does an interview with like E True with E Hollywood in like the shade room to really start the day and talk about. You talk about what's going on with her potential record label. Right before <laughs> she swings by to dust for prints and consult with Batman in private about how, about how he's going to get him the proper info to bring this scumbag to dust. I catch the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> you just described my like dream life. That's exactly what I want to do. Like, if I can have that life right now, sign me up. I'm doing it. Detective. You know, hold on. Celebrity Bruce Wayne was a, yeah, Bruce Wayne was a millionaire. Yes. Mogul, celebrity, and oh my god, I want to be fucking Batman! You described like eighty percent of Batman, minus you know the family, which is a dark turn. Let's not do that. (laughs) Uh, But it's 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 funny because some of my friends call me Batman because na 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 Batman. So (gasps) whoa, whoa, wow, wow, mind blasted. Wow, whoa, wow. (laughs) AJ, have you ever considered being a therapist? No, like absolutely not. I don't think maybe Benjamin can clue you into this. You talk about psychological stability. You're coming to the wrong place, sister. You're barking up the wrong tree. I'm as unhinged as they come. I think I'm weird and out there. I think you go to a therapist because you've met AJ and have dealt with him in the past. <laughs> There's a laundry list of women who who have racked up some serious therapy bills. I promise you, I'm a lot. I'm a lot. <laughs> Benjamin, round six. What's the deal? I'm gonna stick with the same category. Delusional <laughs> Just uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the uh, delusional dreams of my younger years. Uh, as stated on the other podcast, I was a really really good kid growing up. Uh, my mm-hmm. goal was actually I was gonna go to college, graduate early because I was doing like summer school and stuff like that and all that shit. But I ended up- now I'm gonna stop you right there. If you say married, family, kids, detective, and celebrity, it's taken. No. <laughs> the funny part about this is I ended up turning into a complete degenerate. But I was actually on my way to be a youth pastor. What? What? Ladies and gentlemen, this is true. This is when I knew Ben, like in his younger years, this is not the Ben I know now. Wait, fucked him up. Youth pastor. Did I hear that right? Yes the fuck ben was a good kid like i can't explain how aggressive the tables have turned yeah yeah but if there was a i've never seen a table turned with such a ferocity (laughs) yeah like (laughs) 
to go from well, you're not allowed in Canada anymore, right? Correct. To go from I'm going to be a youth pastor to I got to college, got an education, and then just and mistakes were made. <laughs> mistakes were made. Yeah. What happened? Is this around the time that you met AJ? Is that what happened? I've known AJ since I was like ten years old. There's, a, there's, yeah, ironic. So I was very good friends with Ben's older brother, who was my age. Mm-hmm. So I would see Ben when he, Ben's five years younger than me, four years younger than me. So I would go to Ben to, to Ben's house and Ben would be like, you know, shitting around the house like some punk middle school kid. And then years later, I was at the bar really just crushing myself with alcohol. And Ben doesn't look like a lot of people, as you would imagine. He doesn't really <laughs> blend in very well in a crowd. And I'm 6'5". <laughs> and I was like, hey, Ben. I was like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, want to come back to my house for this after party? I was like, you, first of all, what are you doing at a bar? Second, like, yeah, man, I'll come, to, I'll come to your little after party. I left in a cab in pieces, in pieces. <laughs> we literally poured into a cab face down and slept on the ride home. Oh, yeah. And, and my buddy I brought with me to Ben's after party was like, you know that guy from back home? I was like, yeah, man, the table's turned with that guy. <laughs> It was a turning of the tables that is tough to document. Yeah. Oh my god, can you imagine you get back to his house and he's like holding a Bible session? <laughs> yeah, I was like, on the ride back, I was like, we're gonna go to Ben's. What the fuck is he got at his house? Well, yeah, we're gonna sing some hymns, motherfucker? Like, what are we gonna do? <sighs> we're, like, we're gonna wash some homeless people at your fucking house? Fuck you. <sighs> nope. I opened that door and I was like, I may be in over my head. Very interesting. <laughs> I walked. I broke. I broke the seal of that home, and I was like, "I have grossly underestimated who he is and what he's about." And I better bring my A game. Uh, uh, asterisk. Three hours later, a cab pulls up in the middle of the night as I crawl into the back seat. What happened? What happened? The sweet taste of alcohol hit his lips. Yes, it did, as well as many, many other things. Oh and reasons that we're not allowed to talk about on air. Several forms of lip balm. All right. <laughs> and my final pick for round six, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm gonna tr- I tried to avoid doing the same one over and over, but we're all talking about delusional life plans and how we thought we had the world figured out before we had a full bushel of pubic hair. And I thought, you know, it's still not a bad plan. I still think I would have been really happy doing this in the right context. I wanted to be a wait for it, Gym teacher. No. I wanted to wear P I wanted to wear sleeveless shirts to work, athletic shorts, some sweet Nikes, and just fucking play dodgeball all day long. <laughs> Dunk on kids and playing pickup basketball. Cause you know, like when the t- when the PE teacher like plays with you and you're already like bigger and stronger than everyone else, so I'd be like a baller all day. And, and everyone loves the fucking PE teacher. Not like the, the the asshole one who makes you try to learn stuff, but the fun one who just lets you do all the fun stuff. I wanted to be that PE teacher. Yeah, the one that joins in the game of knockout. Yes. Yeah, like, here's a five-question here's a five question test. What is this? And I roll a basketball on the floor. Like, all right, everybody ready to play dodgeball now. I wanted to be that gym teacher. That was the goal. Then, as I enter the real world, I quickly learned that they live in poverty. <laughs> They are impoverished people without two nickels to rub together. And it took them weeks of saving up to afford those basketball shorts. <laughs> to, to, quote, to quote School of Rock, for those who don't do, they teach. And for those who don't teach, teach gym. 
Ooh, so damn. So I'm going to stick to my guns on this one. I still don't think Gym Teacher was that bad. It still sounds kind of awesome if we're being honest. Minus the financials involved. It's the most realistic between like all of our plans for our life. Yeah. But if you think about the definition of being delusional, like I'll pick, I'll go to college and get a job that assures me I'll never make any real money. <laughs> Youth pastor wasn't looking too much better if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> no. At least I had money and fame and a family. <laughs> you, you know what? Of all the choices we've had so far, Amy wanted a petting zoo, not a functional farm that she could parlay into business, and not a self-sustaining farm where she could go off the grid and provide for herself. Just a place to play with animals. Yep. A pet, quite literally described as a petting zoo, <laughs> like literally by her own admission. Nana was fighting crime at nights while making dinosaur-shaped sandwiches in the morning and talking to TV. To be Batman, I mean, that's where probably made the most sense out of all of us, right? While casually checking her bank account for just an egregious amount of money sitting in there. A million dollars. While a vulgar bank statement is delivered to her front door. <laughs> like, like the, the mailman's carrying it and it looks visibly heavy. He's like dragging it up the doorstep. <laughs> hey, I'll buy you some new gym shorts. Hey, there we Absolutely. go. Because I make $25,000 a year. Sugar mama by night. Yes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're down to the nitty gritty. Round seven. Amy. All right. What do you got? Okay, so I'm going to finish off Cool Celebrities. Okay. And I'm going to have to say I was a huge Friends fan when I was younger. And... Jennifer Aniston. Okay, whoever doesn't like Friends, um, there's something really wrong with you. Yeah, we like comedy and things that are well done and well acted. Have you gotten past five episodes? I can't get through one because it's like a lecture. It's not funny. You have to go through five and then start liking it. And do you want to take this for me? I have seen every single episode of Friends. But the thing is, I've also seen every single episode of How I Met Your Mother. And? Friends, is, friends just isn't even close. Like it's, it's, what? it's not even watching close. Friends is basically like watching a drama in comparison to the hilarity that is How I Met Your Mother. Wait, listen to me and listen to me very carefully. David Schwimmer is not funny. Okay, he's Stop annoying it. as fuck. I can't, I can't defend him. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Please quit giving this man work. He's not charismatic. He's not entertaining. He's not funny. Please stop giving this man so you work. How I Met Your Mother over Friends? Yeah, it's actually the backbone of what this show is was started upon. How I Met, wow. How I Met Your Mother is oh, like... A knockoff of Friends. Yes, I agree. Thank you, Nana. How I Met Your Mother is the greatest sitcom of all Firstly, time. How, how dare you? A knockoff of Friends? <laughs> yeah. Tell her, Ben. Fucking tell her right now. Tell her. Give me some character comparisons here for who's who, and we'll. They do an episode about your mother. Friends is way superior. Yeah, let's see. Joey Tribbiani is an out of work actor who's clearly an idiot. Barney is a hyper intelligent businessman wheeling and dealing. Both are the single bachelor characters. Gee, I wonder which one. Of, I wonder which one of those has more character arc. The moron who's bordering on brain dead who can't keep a steady job, or the guy who's fucking crushing life at every turn. David Schwimmer and Ted. Friends is more realistic. They don't, they don't have any black friends and they hang out in a coffee shop all day. Yeah, they do an night. episode of How I Met Your Mother because there was so much talk about like, they're like so close together. Like, oh, it's just friends, but they're in a bar. They actually opened up an episode of How I Met Your Mother 
in a coffee shop and it seriously it goes to the like opening credits with them sitting there in in silence and they go uh hanging out in a bar is way cooler than a coffee shop what no way Okay, I gotta watch How I Met Your Mother again. Yeah, the season three premiere of our show, if you guys would like to watch it in the archives of iTunes, Speaker, Google Play, Spotify. <laughs> yeah, all five seasons available now on all major streaming platforms. Season three premiere, we actually had on two writers slash actors in Hollywood who have worked with people who've written on both shows, and we debate this vehemently. The coffee shop episode is called Swarly. I believe it is season two, episode six. Okay, I'm watching that right after this. All right, I am too. And as much of a herb as Ted is, I'm taking Ted over David Schwimmer 10 times out of 10. Are you fucking kidding me? It's not even close. Yeah. yeah I can't defend David Schwimmer. Yeah, no, me neither. But, yeah. But no, you're defending the show and one of, one, the of the show. one of the show you just called fucking annoying. I will forever defend Friends. I just rewatched 10 friends. seasons of it before me I take off Netflix and I will forever defend that show. Yeah, totally. It's stupid. So... <laughs> Yeah, with that, and by stupid, I mean like there's nothing good about it. With that said, Amy, your celebrity crush, Miss Jennifer, I can't keep a man, Aniston. (laughs) I am terminally single. And while I do admit Jennifer Aniston is a very good looking lady, can we all agree there's obviously some crazy factor here, as designated by Barney Stinson in the crazy hot scale, that is keeping this woman without a man because a woman with her success and looks who cannot keep a man. There is something at play. Um, or maybe no man can keep up with her. Or she's a detective spy at night and she, did, she doesn't need no man to help her out with shit. I don't wear hockey pants. <laughs> I think she's a vampire. Yes. Which, Ben, I'll be, I'll be frank, I'll still take my chances. So, all right, Nana, round seven, what do you got? Kim Bassinger. Come. I'll go with the cool trend that I didn't get to do. Ooh. So so was it restriction? Did you not have the cojones? What was it? I was going to go with have sex, but then I did. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> all righty. I think I'll go with school exchanges. So in high school, a lot of people did exchanges with students from another country. But coming from an immigrant family, knowing that we weren't financially well off, I never even had the balls to ask my parents for that kind of money. So even though I really wanted to do it, I never even brought it up at home. And so I missed out a chance of a lifetime to go see another country in my teenage years with all my friends. Damn, that's kind of a, that's kind of an extreme foreign exchange student. Mm-hmm. That would have been intense. Mm-hmm. We had like a whole yeah. herd of kids from the Netherlands and Amy was part of that exchange. And I was so jealous. I was so jealous. She was doing all the cool shit. She was drinking with them in the Netherlands, doing drugs. What? Um, <laughs> where does this okay. get cool? <laughs> she got to do drugs with the foreign kids. Oh my God. I was so jealous, but. Ben, do you know the Wayne's World 2 reference Go I'm about on. to make? Were any of these ki- were any of these children from the Bjorgen Fjords? Bjorgen. <laughs> Conglurk. <laughs> uh, hang on. I'm actually, I'm stuck on the foreign exchange thing. So did you wanted to go to a different country or you wanted to house someone from a different country? So that exchange was that um, our people from our school got to go to the Netherlands and then the Netherlands kids came to us. So they, it was a literal 360 degree exchange. So it was both. Wouldn't that be a 180 degree exchange? Well, they did 180 and then they came back for 180. So it was technically. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So like how long did you go over to the, how long were you there? Two weeks. And then they came here for two weeks. 
it, so we went there first and then we actually lived with the family and the exchange student and then they would come here and live with me and the family for two weeks huh isn't that fucking amazing it was really crazy because like they bike to school they bike 10 kilometers to school a day my house was like pretend for a second we had any idea oh, how far 10 wait, kilometers uh, that's like uh, eight miles. Wait, seven miles. It's a lot. It's a lot. Oh, that's a lot. Oh God. Wow. So then, and then my house was a two minute walk to school. Not even. So imagine my shock when she's like, okay, we're going to school and we have to bike for an hour. I was like, uh, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> I had to exercise for an hour to get to school. You're, you're, like, you're, you're like, listen, Lance Armstrong. This ain't, that, this ain't that kind of party. Right? Oh, what the fuck do you think this and is? Then she, we're like riding on the trail, which is fine. It's like bumpy or whatever. She goes right into the cornfield. And I'm like, am I supposed to follow? Do I, do I go into this fucking cornfield? This is where kids die in scary movies. Yeah, yeah the fucking Tour de France Mississauga <laughs> edition. It's, it ain't happening. It was a cool experience, though. Like, you don't get your ass off that fucking bike. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, well, Ben, foreign exchange was. A little bit of an extreme trend I did not see coming. You guys are so much more cultured than our small redneck town could have ever been. A hundred percent. Like, I'm sitting here like, you can't, we didn't even have, like, that wasn't even a fucking option. We had it, but it was just a clever ruse to bring in, like, basketball players uh, and soccer players. Yeah. <laughs> it was not about culture. It was not about experiences. It was to get better athletes. That's all it was. It's all the reason it exists. Our school was the ghetto, too. Like, we were in a pretty ghetto high school. We can't yeah. call ourselves ghetto with these guys. That's just oh yeah, man. that's true. No, <laughs> yeah. What you guys are describing, I don't think you guys quite know what ghetto yeah. means. I mean, in Canadian standards, yeah. You were at a house party where a horseback mountie showed up to break up the shenanigans. <laughs> that was wild. That was like really bad in our area. I mean, I agree. It sounds fucking wild. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Ben, if you were at a house party that got broken up by a horseback mountie, would, would you consider that quote fucking wild? Hell no. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Never mind. I stand corrected. Benjamin, round seven, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the song or the, the group. So your trending musical taste song slash group of your angsty teenage years. What do you got, Ben? If you say Ben Folds 5, I'm going to slap you. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to stick with the ladies and their little emo phase. Because I did the same thing. <laughs> Fallout Boy. Oh, yes. They were fantastic. This song, Sugar We're Going Down. Well, when I was in college, I could not afford an alarm clock because I was poor. So, like, I realized when I moved all my stuff in, I was like, shit, I didn't get an alarm clock. And I was about to go get a ride to Walmart to go buy one. I realized, like, I can just download some alarm clock thing into my computer. I'm not going to waste the money. And you had to set it to a song. And for whatever reason, I don't know why I chose. We're going down, down, na, 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 going down, singing. I just picked a song just to pick a song. And then I realized I didn't know how to change it. So for three years. You woke up to a heart attack. I woke up to that song. And then we wrestled Davidson College, which is a Division One college down the street from us. And their walkout, every wrestler has a walkout song, like, did you walk to the mat on? And I don't know if it was a joke or they did this on purpose, but literally every single wrestler on their roster all chose that exact same Fallout Boys song. So I'm in the corner, like, having a seizure, like, these people are in my fucking head right now. What is going on? I've never been in a match where every guy comes up to this. Everyone has a different song. They all just chose the same fucking song that's been haunting me. 
three years. <laughs> so like, I was like, I was in bad shape, like psychologically, like after the first thirty, I was like, please stop playing this song, please stop playing it. Like my eye was twitching. Like it was when so you hear bad. it now, it's like PTSD. <laughs> Yeah. Very much. It was like traumatic. Keep playing that. Like so much fucking with me right now. Like this is not a coincidence. Like had a full lost moment. Like psychological breakdown. <laughs> kind of awesome though. <laughs> I mean, I guess. But all right, Benjamin. I'm gonna get super lamo here. My underage beverage of choice to end round seven. Whenever Daddy could get his hands on uh some Steve Weisers, when I discovered the art form that was alcohol. I had to be cost effective. I had to go with the bush lights. Are you ladies familiar with bush yes. lights? Mm-hmm. Wow, really? They have bush light mm-hmm. in Canada. Oh yeah, we do. All right, fair enough. It is Anheuser Bush's cheaper. It tastes very similar to Bud Light, but not quite. Like it's like a tick below Bud Light. Yeah. But don't get don't get it twisted. I I still to this day enjoy bush light. Benjamin, you strike me as a man who enjoys a good bush uh, light. Bush heavy. Okay, that's yeah. B- bush heavy, especially that one time of the year. I'm not sure in Canada. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but if you see bush heavy or bush light, there's a certain time when hunting season rolls around down here, and you can actually get it in like tree camo and that hunter orange. Like the cans come that way. Yeah, people started buying it just because the box was camouflage. Like literally, people for that sole reason. Shut up. Like, These are the same people who buy the camo Under Armour with the hunting shit on it, just yeah. to make trendy boots. Uh huh. Yeah, we have this rolling joke in Canada. Anyone that wears camo, we go, "Oh, where, where? It's just a floating head over there." Yeah. And head. we laugh. Yeah. yeah I would. I would that not. Is, laugh that is at a. a <laughs> that is a classic <laughs> dad joke. So. Funny. That is a extreme dad joke, actually. <laughs> Pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Like Austin Powers three level. All right. Final categories. We have gone. This is the final round. It's been an amazing takeover. Uh, Nana's hair has been up. It's been down. Glasses have been on. Glasses have been off. Ben's taken two dumps. Amy has left. Has left. Hit a couple ollies on her half pipe. Come back. All kinds of things have happened. Also, Amy, I don't know if you realize it, but you described your style as a young kid, and you dressed just like one of the How I Met Your Mother characters when she was a teenager, and that's not a joke. Is it? Lily. Yeah, Lily? she did. I love Lily her. was emo. She had jet black hair and finger gloves and like wore like, uh, fishnet stockings. Oh, the fishnet stockings. Don't even get me started with those. I was kidding. You really did that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then the knee did you have frog? pink ones? Yeah, I did have pink one. Uh, yeah. Ben, what is I don't, this? Don't want to open this door. <laughs> Jeez, I I demand a photo. No, we you sent you guys some. We, we sent you guys some merchandise. I demand that is my repayment. I need to see. If pictures. you get us an outfit of you in an Abercrombie Fitch outfit, we'll get you our grunge outfit. We're Facebook friends, and it's not hard to find oh. at, all. <laughs> at all. Look for blonde AJ. All right. All right. That okay. was my when that happened, Ben. <laughs> All right. So round eight, the final round of our takeover episode. We have loved working with the Not Book Podcast. AJ presents the Greater Good Fan on iTunes, Speaker, Google Play, and Spotify. Like, share, and subscribe, or we'll key your car. The final round, round eight. We compiled an eight-round analysis of who we were as people before 19 years old. Finish strong, ladies. All right. Batman. Tony Hawk, what do you got? <laughs> so I'm going to, my last one is cool trend you didn't get to do. 
-hmm. So as a kid, I was probably one of the worst kids. And it's a reason why I'm scared to have children. Um, and what my mom did was she just. Okay, we were not a deep rabbit hole emotionally here. <laughs> I did not so my mom would be like, you know, turn a blind eye to me. But if I was in front of her friends and stuff, I had to be like this nice young lady. So I always wanted to shave half of my head. And what? <laughs> if I. Hell yeah. You know, like the shaped head and then you could like do a little star thing or yeah. I don't know, whatever. I always wanted to do that. But I knew my mom would have cut my ear off if I did. So did she give you that specific punishment? Like she laid that out for you ahead of time? There were like three specific punishments. She'd sew my lips oh. up if I lied, yeah. cut my ear off. And then uh, the last, she said she'd ground me. I don't know what that was all about. That's... I was like, this saw puzzle she's building ended very anticlimactically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is like just a Chinese parent thing, but they had very specific threats. Yes. Like exactly what they're going to do to you. Yes. Your first test, we will we will cut off a singular ear. Your second test, we will sew your lips closed so you cannot tell another lie. And finally, the end of the maze to see who you really are. You'll be grounded for a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> the master of everything was the grounding yeah so uh, that was it i wanted to shave my head ben, the, the grounding was the pinnacle like that was when you had really taken things okay but to be like, fair my life revolved around msn so if i was grounded i couldn't go out to the computer room where i had this clunky cpu to go on msn and talk to my friends so MSN, what kind of weirdos didn't use AOL Instant Messenger? Are you kidding me? Uh, it was AOL and then turned to MSN. Yeah, we were the MSN kids. I remember when MSN was like being pushed as like the new thing. And I remember it lasted like a week. Like, nah, bro. This is, it's AOL or bust. That was like our entire middle school and high school. It was AOL through, through high school, college, and then Facebook came the end. Oh, yeah. That's what happened to us, too. Yeah. But it was MSN to Facebook. Yeah. And then we had some weird shit like Zup. You know what I heard? Um, my friend has like a 16-year-old daughter and they don't use Facebook at all now. I don't use Facebook. Yeah, the kids are about the, twi about the Twitter and the Instagram. Snapchat. And the uh, TikTok. 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 Oh, that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, God. So Amy's going to shave her head. Yep. Shave Half her head. Saved. Half my fiance had the back of her head shaved. Like an undercut. That's so cool. So cool. So like she could still do like the ponytail and stuff like that. And you yeah. can see like the design shaved into the back. Of your That's what I wanted. Okay. So bad. So bad. I think there was a small bit of regret though when she wanted to grow it back out. So then like anytime <laughs> her like hair is up, it's like a reverse mullet. Oh. I was about to say reverse yeah, mullet. Long on the top, I was literally like, waiting was to say reverse like, mullet. It's... <laughs> It's like a, a reverse Karen. No regrets. It's it's like finally like on its way back. Oh no. <laughs> okay, Nana, round eight. Your final pick. Lay it on us. All right, I have the song thing left, um, and I'm trying to think about like what was my go-to song, and I can't think of any because I was listening to a lot of Mandel pop in my teenage years. I still do, which is like Chinese pop music. I was gonna say like Mandalorian. No. Mendo, like Mandarin pop music. Okay, I sounded like an ignorant American. 
welcome to culturalized country. Anyway, um, then wow, not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. No. <laughs> We're here to sprinkle a little bit of culture to you guys. Feel free to come here and storm the capital. I just right here, um, a little bit of Britney Spears, J Lo, and then I was like, there's that one song that like identified my relationship and my childhood best friend relationship with my with me, Amy. And that was Usher's "Yeah." That was oh, the song that introduced us <laughs> to each other. Yeah, I'm in the club with my homies, trying to get a yes. little VI. Yes. You know, I still listen to that song. What are you kidding me? I still listen to that. I do. Yeah, yeah, that's the best song ever. No, oh, ever. You talk about a transcendent. When I think about transcendent CDs for my youth, uh, Sync, No Strings Attached." Oh yeah, good one. And. Uh, Usher, uh, 50, uh, 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, that, uh, that Usher Confessions, it wasn't about musical taste. It wasn't about musical genre. Everyone, had, you either had it or you had some strong connection to the uh, everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't think I had owned an R&B album until then. Like, well, I, well, I got to have this. Mm-hmm. And I still listen to that. It's so good. It's like one of those things that you never get tired of. And this is the song that, kind of solidified my friendship with Amy because we were in a hip-hop class together. Yes, we had hip-hop classes in grade seven. There's so there's so few black people <laughs> that you guys are having <laughs> hip-hop class. The only black teacher that we had in our grade was our hip-hop teacher, teacher. Miss Masuka. I still remember her. Hey, yeah, hang on. Time out. Ben, <laughs> you take I'm struggling here, AJ. <laughs> You, you, you're struggling. <laughs> oh, my face hurts. Okay, wait, wait. Please just so, hip hop dance class or like the history of hip hop <laughs> or just hip hop dance, dance class, dance class, dance class. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, I can sort of wrap my. I thought you were telling me you had black people class. No. <laughs> Oh my God! Stop. Okay, this. Is I mean, bad. essentially, that's what I really felt like. Sometimes they alter their English language and verbiage to fit a, a trend that they're trying to say. Because no one can see us, I would just like to disclose: AJ's black. Oh. <laughs> yeah, despite the Abercrombie and Fitch short set and the board shorts. Oh my God. You guys, my face I, from laughing. No, no, no. Oh, gosh. Okay. Hip hop, no. Dance class. Dance class. Come on. Okay. We're also. Okay. That's not that crazy. That's not that good. But, like, the way it was presented initially, that was rough to hear, like, hip hop class. This shows, like, the American ness here, where Mm -hmm. you assume that there would be a class on uh, black hip hop culture. I just no. If everything it was the opposite, I thought you were just void of it. And someone from your school was like, "You know what? We have to remind them that you know there are black people in the world." No, we had a lot of black kids in our in our block. Okay, all right. That's that's another Canadian. When people think when Americans think of Canada, we don't think black people. That's just not. We don't connect the two. I I feel like the way like the place that we grew up in, the fewest people in our school was white people like mm-hmm. we had a handful of white people and then every it was all multicultural yeah uh honestly and this is gonna sound like a joke and i'm dead serious until drake no, like we all just kind of assumed there weren't really black people in Canada. Really? like and i'm not kidding <clears throat> drake was like the first wake-up call to americans like there are black people in Canada. <laughs> oh my god oh, really white. so yeah 
weekend. There's there's the weekend Cardinal official. Cardinal official was the first black guy I knew from. Are you next door? Don't know him. All right, tried. Yeah, but <clears throat> Drake was like, I, I, so I knew Cardinal official, but he's not. But he's not born. His family's not from Canada. Yeah. So when Drake was like, there are cool black people from Canada. <laughs> Even even Drake, he's not the coolest in the scene. Let's be honest. Stop, stop, with Drake. Stop, stop. Hey, stop. he started off in Degrassi. Child, I watched every season. I watched yeah. every season. <laughs> I watched every even the new the new class. Emma, the whole deal. Spinner Drake is not considered cool in Canada. Like no. he's like well, 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 Canon. Let me go ahead and give you a wake up call. How America thinks he's our <laughs> he's like the fourth most important person here. Really? He's like Whoa. a meme to us. Yeah. Superstar. Walks on water. What? He's a Canadian meme. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't, don't know what to tell you. If Drake could say, I'm going to this country, I'm going to this city to do a concert in the next 12 hours. Tickets will be on sale for seven minutes. It's going to sell out immediately. Wow. Instantly. Insane. I, people, will be, people will drive by and throw their money at the building in hopes of a ticket. Like a newspaper. Uh, if it's like, oh, you remind me of Drake, then we're calling him a crybaby. Yeah. 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 So to us, Drake represents three things. The kid that made it in, in the States, a meme, a walking meme, and the Raptors mascot. That's essentially yeah. what yeah. he is. In America, Drake represents the three things for us. Drake represents three things for us in America. The dominance of light skins as started by Steph Curry, perpetuated by Drake. Oh my god. And now being secured by Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he is everything. Every time he speaks into a, a microphone and it's being recorded, we all stand in an order in line to purchase it. Doesn't really matter how it sounds. Fanboy <laughs> moment. I think it's Ben's turn. All right. So uh, we are on uh, the very last round. And the cool trend that everyone else got to do, it's on me. Good old gentle Ben here. I'm really struggling with this one because I can't really think of anything really. Like the, I think the only thing I could think of was like, I kind of wanted to pierce my ears at one point. Are you saying that you're so cool that you never missed out no. on the cool trend? You're the cool kid that did everything. I'm no, that's the, but I'm also trying to remember like what the cool thing again. Yeah. I was a good kid. Like I was churchy. A youth pastor. Right, so what the fuck was I really wanting to get into? But as a as a young aspiring youth pastor, did you ever want to do any of the crazy shit that the other teens are doing? Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to like piggyback on what Nana said. Like, I probably just wanted to have sex. Okay, <laughs> okay that's a good. <laughs> but I mean, I was let's. I was a youth pastor. <laughs> wanted to pierce your ears and you wanted to have sex. Maybe at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I can really... like. Yeah, the only other thing, I guess, would... Yeah, I seriously just wanted to pierce my ears. Huh. That's a good one. I didn't want, like, the douchey, like, studs in my ears or anything oh. like that. I wanted, like, hey. like hoop. I wanted the hoops. Oh, like big hoops, big gold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Oh my god. Because I thought I thought that was cool. 
Yeah, I had to beg my mom to go get my ears pierced because here in Canada, you can't pierce your ears by yourself until you're like 16 or something. Yeah. And I begged and begged and begged. And finally, my mom took me to this like unknown mall, a strip mall, and went to this like Korean man in the back of like a shoe repair shop and pierced my ears. What? You meant what? You made it sound so shady. <laughs> it is. It was like five bucks. And this guy, like this Korean man, we just found him and he was a shoe repairman. He didn't speak English. And I just like told him, like, I wanted my ears pierced. And they had a sign saying like ear piercings. And I went and I got my ears pierced. And he didn't like, they don't match. They're not in the same level. So that's what you get for five bucks. <laughs> like noticeably off? Yeah. Like it's fine if. If I'm not wearing earrings, but if I'm wearing matching earrings, it's noticeably off. Like this one is in the middle of my loop and this one is like at the bottom of my loop. So I don't wear matching earrings. Like all my earrings don't match each other Mm. for that purpose. Interesting. That's a good move though. Yeah. Yeah. I did this on purpose. I had had a choice and this is my choice, but no, really I didn't have a choice. (laughs) Again, proving that women are smarter than men Uh, because I'm thinking about it. Uh, is it not normal up there to get your ears pierced like at an early age, or was it just your mom didn't want you to? My mom just didn't want me to. A lot. Of, everyone had their ears pierced early. That I okay, knew. I was gonna say because yeah, I remember like walking through the mall and there'd be like a two-year-old. Yes. Like yeah. Yeah, so I remember, like there are babies that like come out of the womb and they're like being held for the first time and they're like, all right, fuck it. Like, I feel like the day you get baptized, you also get your ears pierced. That's like what it was here. When you're like a that, newborn, okay. they're like, pierce your ears and then go get baptized. And then you should know this, Ben. <laughs> yeah, you I was going to say, your body's a temple. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like how shady you made it sound, though. Like, it was sort of like, All right, yeah, we went down this back alley. Like, you're, you're making an ear piercing sound like you were buying heroin. It was actually like it was this unknown strip mall. There was no name for the mall and like just some random shoe repair man got my ears pierced. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing with me piercing my ears, I wanted to start with hoops, but I was going to go to like an actual like tattoo parlor and get it done. Mm -hmm. And I like, I wanted to gauge them to like, like a six or something. Not like those huge, like nothing enormous, Mm -hmm. but I did want like, like I wanted you to be able to like poke a straw through there or something. Interesting. Yeah, I would have been that cool. I was going to be that cool youth pastor. Yeah. (laughs) amazing well that's the end of our takeover episode with aj and ben and aj who is currently not here so ben is the king of aj presents a greater good so i guess the show should be called ben presents a greater good right now huh. right yeah huh yeah right huh. now just right now hmm. oh, he's coming. Huh. <laughs> well ben would you like to tell us where our listeners could find your amazing show uh yeah you can find AJ and myself, uh, AJ presents the greater good, greater spelt G-R-8-R. You can find us on iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play, iHeartRadio, probably another one. He's the one that always does the plug. <laughs> You're doing a better job than I do. <laughs> I- I'm just a wacky. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for joining on our uh, on our show. And if you guys in the beginning this is actually just the second half of our special takeover episode head over to aj presents greater good for the first half of our show where we dig in it, it was like a, a a real life episode of big mouth but on podcast you guys watch big mouth 
I've seen it. I'm a very big fan of Nick Kroll. So it's the best show ever. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Teenage years were not friendly. Well, anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. And please reach out to us at the Notebook Podcast at gmail.com or find us on social at the Notebook Podcast or on our website at notebookpodcast.com. Thank you again for listening in and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.